Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds, breaking generational cycles, and creating new legacies for ourselves and the generations beyond. Here, you will hear topics that empower your minds to go deeper, touching topics that most people may not think to think about. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, a master hypnotherapist, coach, and trainer of neuro-linguistic programming, and the founder of the Mind Remapping Academy. I am here to put you back in the driver's seat of your mind so that you can have the deepest experiences of joy, success, freedom, fulfillment, and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Let's go. Hey, have you ever thought about learning NLP or hypnosis or even being a coach? Even if you simply learn the skills of coaching, it could come in handy everywhere and in every area of your life. Our Mind Remapping NLP Coach Training will give you mastery over language, helping you to improve your confidence, communication, coaching, and leadership. So if you're committed to removing unconscious blocks so you can consciously elevate your performance in every area of life, join our next training. Schedule and training interest call at remapmymind.today. That's remapmymind.today. Good afternoon, good afternoon, or good morning, depending on what, or good evening, depending on what part of the world you're you're listening from. Today, I, you know, as, as indicated, I want to talk about going beyond the boundaries. Now, I, I, I want to um, <clears throat> sort of distinguish and explain what I mean by that first. Okay. So when I talk about going beyond the boundaries for our transformation, what I'm speaking about is going beyond our, uh, our perceived limits or our past limits of, of action, of participation, um, of even belief in order to have a breakthrough. Now, how, what does that, what does that even mean? Right? So if you think about athletes and how really accomplished athletes, particularly even Olympic athletes, how they get to where they are is that they have to go beyond their perceived limits. So they start where they start with a skill set. And, you know, I'm sure that even athletes at the beginning come with some beliefs, you know, maybe some limiting beliefs they have to overcome. Um, But they have to be willing to go beyond the perception of their limitation in order to break through and achieve these record-breaking numbers that they that they have a tendency to achieve. We're talking about like track stars and 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 swimming, um, you know, swimming stars. You know, these people they have to go beyond their perceived boundaries. And these these are the, their perceived limitations, I should say. And then they have these breakthroughs. So such is the case with with us. If you think about it, there's this thing, there's this little thing that most of you, um, most everyone probably knows about that is the Special Olympics. And I imagine 
that at some point, someone with a particular ability or a, or a lack of an, a particular ability says, you know, just because I am, let's take, um, I happen to be, let's take in a wheelchair, doesn't mean that I can't participate in or perform at Olympic levels. And so what the world perceived to be a limitation, some person went beyond that. And I imagine, and I don't know the full history of the Special Olympics, so you know, if I'm getting it all wrong, forgive me. And what it took is someone had to go beyond the perceived limit to say, listen, I can perform even with this particular uh, divergence of ability just as well as someone with this, what some people would call typical ability, right? So, so that's what I'm talking about when I say going beyond the perceived limitations. Now, I, of course, you know, some might say, well, yeah, there are um, actual limitations in the world. And I would call those obstacles, right? Because yes, there are things in the world, barriers, obstacles, and we how we perceive them and how we perceive our own limitations will determine how we then approach going around or problem solving to, to move around the barrier or around the obstacle and to what links we'll go to in order to remove that obstacle or navigate through and around that obstacle. So when we're, when we're in our lives, day-to-day lives, so I want to bring this really back to, <coughs> excuse me, back to the individual level. And this, you know, listen, this can apply to every level. If you think about the individual level, you think about the group level, you think about organizationally, there are these boundaries. And, and let me just come back to the individual level for a second. So anytime we're learning something new, anytime we're learning a new skill, a new capacity, expanding ourselves in any kind of way, we are literally forming new neurological connections. We are forming new connections in our nervous system. It's like when a, when a baby um, learns to take their first steps, they are usually, they are literally forming new neurological connections um, in their brain. And so, you know, every, so they're, they're, you know, you've probably heard me talk about this unconscious incompetence uh, to conscious incompetence to conscious competence to unconscious incompetence. I mean, con- unconscious competence. But when a baby is learning to walk, you know, at first they are, you know, consciously aware that they can't walk. And so they, they, then they start to get those feet on the ground and they're wobbly, you know, they're wobbly and then they fall down and they get up and they're wobbly. That's that conscious competence. During that period of conscious competence, you're literally forming new connections in your nervous system, right? From the brain all the way into all the parts of the body that it requires to do that skill. And we can take that from the physical learning to the social and emotional learning, to communication, to interaction between people. We can map that on. Let's just say in communication, I'm going to take a real simple one, right? This may be oversimplifying it, but you map it on. 
I grew up in a household where my my mom didn't say my mom didn't apologize much. Maybe maybe you know once or twice, but like I grew up in a generation where parents don't apologize. So imagine then, you know, I become a parent and and you know I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm learning to be a conscious parent. I'm learning to be you know emotionally intelligent parent, and I'm wanting to model that for my son. Well, what do I need to do if I want to model that sort of responsibility is I need to learn that when I mess up, that I can utter the words, I apologize and, or I was wrong, or it, this did not work. And for someone who never, that was never modeled to, that can be a challenging boundary to go beyond. And even though it's not a physical learning, it's a communication and emotional learning, you're still making these new connections, these new neurological, because of behavioral learning, and you're still making those neurological connections. Now, we could be talking about an apology to a child. We could be talking about an apology to a spouse or a friend. Some people just don't apologize. And I'm, like I said, I'm using this as an example, but whatever it is for you, you want to map it on. You know, maybe it's, um, now, I'll tell you, I have uh, clients that I coach, uh, physician clients, and one of the things that, and especially women physicians, by the way, we're conditioned to just sort of take what we get, take what we get, right? Um, <clears throat> so if we're, if I have, a, I was coaching this client and she wanted to have a shift in her in her job and her schedule and in the, in the uh, responsibilities, roles and responsibilities, and and she had just sort of assumed that uh, because she signed a contract with these roles and responsibilities, that it was static. It was done. It was like end of story. There was no um, opportunity for growth. However, however, that wasn't the case. So when we worked together, uh, what I was able to do was, you know, really get to her values. Like, what's important to you? What is it that you really want? And get her clear about that. But one of the things she had never considered is that she could just ask for that because she was ready to leave her job. Like she was like, I'm ready to leave medicine. I'm ready to leave my job. And yet she hadn't considered that she could just ask for what she wanted. It wasn't conditioned in her body. And, and when we began to talk about this, this let's go and ask for what we want. Let's go and make a request and how to make that request. She began to have all these internal sensations and feelings and nervousness right? And we modeled it. We practiced together. And why is that? Because again, practicing is building new neurological connections. This behavior was building new neurological connections. And once she was able to do it once, this is something that if she practices, not just, not just at her job, but imagine that spanning across her relationships. I have, you know, people that I work with who are in relationships, they feel they can't ask for what they want, or they are not conditioned to make requests. They're conditioned to do it all. They're on their own. But what is that for you? What is the, the behavior pattern that you, when, when you come to a certain place, you come up against an obstacle, you come up against a limitation and, and understand that that limitation and a limitation might look like a belief pattern, a limiting belief. Well, I can't do that because see, these are our perceived limitations. 
much of our limitations, what should, many of the things that 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 stop us, that limit us in life, are our own internal voice. By the way, uh, soon keep keep your keep your ears to the ground because I'm going to be launching a silencing self doubt five day challenge really soon. So just like keep your ears to the ground because I'm going to be announcing that that's coming up. But our own internal voice can cause us to see limitations that we might otherwise be able to move through. And that's why some people find it easier to do things like start businesses while others are like, oh, I'm not a business person. That's a perceived limitation, what you are and what you aren't, right? Uh, And so we need to begin to become aware of what these perceived limitations are and be willing to move beyond that. Okay, when I talk about going beyond the boundaries, now, right now, I'm talking about the boundaries and what they are. I'm talking about the fact that these are perceived limitations. These are limiting beliefs or limiting decisions that we've made about ourselves, about others, about what's possible in the world, right? But then what is it to go beyond it? It's to get to that point of discomfort and, and even to create a structure for going beyond that point of discomfort. But to get to that point of discomfort and just practice, the mind is a battlefield. And we can't, we can't operate on that battlefield by ourselves. That's why it's so important to have community, to have coaches, to have guides, to have teachers and mentors. That's why it's so important to have these people, to have sponsors, because the and to have people who model what you're after, you understand. So when we are going beyond the when we're, when we're going beyond the boundaries, we need to set up the structures that will allow us to push beyond that internal hesitation, push beyond that, whether it's another person, whether it's you know whatever that is. If you're internally motivated to do that, then wonderful. I think it's also important to begin to work on whatever those limiting beliefs are to be able to dismantle those. And when we dismantle those limiting beliefs, when we dismantle those, move them out of the way, then it leaves us free to be able to move beyond those boundaries with less resistance. See, all of the, the boundaries, the obstacle, the, the internal obstacles, the inner voice, the self-doubt, that's just resistance. And when we want to move, we want to lessen our resistance, we do the inner, internal work to decrease that resistance. Otherwise, we're pushing a boulder uphill. Now, we may be strong enough to push the boulder uphill, but gosh, it's so exhausting to have to do that when we could actually just remove the obstacles that make that boulder so heavy. We're pushing the boulder, you know, uh, down the street, and then there's, you know, rocks and gravel and 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 um, orange cones in the way, and we're trying to push them over all of that. And we just remove that, and it'd be much easier to push the boulder. Whereas, and then and then we have to push through that discomfort as well. I think that's part of, you know, the challenge in the work that I do inside of the equity, diversity, inclusion, and anti-racism spaces, whenever the word race comes up, racism, DEI, there's automatically a a tensing, a a resistance. You know, people don't want to feel uncomfortable. How do we transform 
the, the inequities of our world, how do we transform the, all of this stuff that's going on if we're not willing to be uncomfortable? Some of us are willing to be uncomfortable and some of us are uncomfortable every day, whether we like it or not. So for those who need to do the work to begin to shift this, this, this dominant culture system, we need to be willing to be uncomfortable. And that just goes for anything that we're doing in our lives. If you want a, a, a better relationship and you discover a boundary, a limitation that you have, then you need to be willing to go beyond that limitation to be able to have that breakthrough. And maybe the breakthrough doesn't look like what you thought. Everybody thinks breakthroughs have to be so pretty and, you know, kumbaya and I love you. And no, breakthroughs are not always that. Breaking through is breaking through what previously was, was you know, a limitation, right? Breaking through may look like being able to have a full expression, but that may not look like beautiful, pretty, and, and, and refined. It may look like, you know, screaming when all you've done is internalize that scream and harm yourself. Now, this, is screaming healthy for the long run? Maybe not so much, but it's a breakthrough from the limitation that previously had you be suffering in silence, right? So we have to understand that breakthroughs are not always pretty and breakthroughs are not comfortable. You know, when the runner is trying to beat their own record, they can't run at their comfortable pace to do that. They can't continue to run at their comfortable pace and expect that they're going to break their record. They have to push themselves beyond and experience a little discomfort for a while. And then eventually what happens is that that place that used to be uncomfortable becomes a little bit more comfortable. And then guess what? Then there's the next boundary to break. So if you want to really experience transformation and in your relationships, in, in your career, in your, in your jobs, in your finances, Finances, like that's that's a really big one, right? We need to be able to be uncomfortable and invest in ourselves in a lot of ways to be able to, you know, whether it's opening up investment accounts, whether it's dealing with the money mindset and, and removing limiting beliefs around that and having someone work with you to do that. If you want to start your own business, and you're having limiting beliefs about that. You're being able to be your authentic self. I have a client who one of her big limitations was being able to show up as her authentic self. And as after we worked together, well, she was able to show herself. And, and that gave her so much more confidence to be in the world doing what she truly was born to do, love to do. So I think I've um, given you a roadmap, right? What you need to understand is that 
Transformation ha doesn't happen in a comfortable place. Breakthroughs are not comfortable. If you are committed to staying in your comfort zone, I mean, there's no problem. Just don't expect a bunch of breakthroughs. They just don't fall in your lap like that. If you're committed to growth and development and of yourself, of your of others, of your organization, then people are going to have to get uncomfortable. That's just a part of the growth process. And, and having the understanding that the discomfort is not forever. The discomfort is temporary. Now, it's temporary and, reco re and recurring if you want to continue to grow. But the, I think the, 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 the important quintessential uh, understanding that you need to have is that this growth cycle will always contain discomfort. And to really get big and be able to realize, you know, and, and manifest the things that you want, your purpose, um, your finances, the things you want in life, you need to actually begin to get comfortable with the discomfort. Get comfortable in your mind with this, the discomfort of growth and understand that there will be periods of comfort. There will be periods. It's like you're climbing the mountain and then you have this, you get to a certain point and you turn around and you look out across the, you know, the land and you're, you're taking in the view, you're taking in the beauty. Like that's that period where the discomfort ends, but then you recognize that there's still more mountain to climb if you are committed to something big. That's just what it is. And I know that for the people I'm speaking to who are listening, who continue to listen, you're committed to something bigger than just yourself. Not to minimize yourself, but only yourself, right? Because most of the time people are developing themselves and wanting to be a better self so that they can impact others, whether it's your family, whether it's your children. And let's talk about the children. I mean, those are the most important people to impact because they're the next generation, right? They're the generation that's coming up that, quite frankly, I think is going to save us. Um, so um, keep pushing yourself, being willing to go beyond the boundaries, being willing to form those new neurological connections behaviorally, emotionally, socially, communicatively. And if you want to learn how to do that with a little bit more ease and grace, well, that's what I do. I teach neurolinguistic programming. I teach how to reprogram the mind, how to uh, build more flexibility of behavior. That's what neurolinguistic programming is. It's a way of gathering knowledge, of understanding of ourselves, processes for evaluating that knowledge and, and tools to be able to reprogram the places that are not as resourceful. So um, with that, I will conclude for today and looking forward to hearing what you're going beyond the boundaries on. Have a great rest of the day and 
a great rest of the week. Thank you for tuning in. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. I hope you digested our food for thought and will put it into action and use these tools to nourish your life in some way this week. Remember to like and subscribe. And if you found this episode valuable, please pay it forward by sharing it with someone else. Also, I am clear that it's you, our listeners, who help us grow. So if you like this podcast, I'd love and appreciate if you tell us. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Finally, if you're interested in learning more about any of our mind remapping coaching, training, or workshops, or if you're interested in getting NLP, hypnosis, or timeline therapy certified, visit remapmymind.com. That's remapmymind.com and learn more about which programs might work for you and even schedule a discovery call with me today. Now go and have an amazing rest of your week and we'll see you on the next episode. 